Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for checking in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in for Paulie Howard, taking some time off as we are live in downtown uh, at Circa Resort and Casino and the sports book. Look at that backdrop. Boy, is that good for those of you watching on TV. Uh, coming up in five minutes, Mike Palm, the Meister, is going to join us from right here at Circa Sports. We'll ask him, get an update on the uh, contest here Circa Millions 3 and Circa Survivor. $10 million in guaranteed payouts this year here at Circa. For their football contest, and he does have no hyperbole. I can't wait to see what made his top three. I saw it. He put a lot of work into it, as he always does this week. It's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Let's pray that the Baltimore Orioles keep sending Matt Harvey out <laughs> to the mound, like they did yesterday. And uh, you bet the Mets, and that number was dropping all day long when we were on the show yesterday from a dollar fifty to the Mets. Who was betting Baltimore? Well, who, who's betting overnight baseball, right? That's sharp guys. That's only sharp guys. Sharp groups. Sure. Yeah. And they're going to be moving the number. In fact, I, I did find out yesterday one sharp group and a guy I know, and his group is on Baltimore. I'm glad I did not know that when I bet the Mets, because if I knew his group was on it, uh, it might have scared me off the game because they're very sharp. Did he tell you that they were trying to dummy it up a little bit? Oh, I did, didn't ask for his explanation. Okay. <clears throat> All right. No, I don't think they were trying to dummy it up. Yeah, because, because the number the number really moved after that. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Matt, I mean, I could not bet this guy. There's no chance, no under no circumstance could I bet Matt Harvey I this bet year. On Matt Harvey. There's no way. It's it's a bet against, or you lay off. The Knocked game. out by the fourth inning last night. Gives up seven runs. Uh, Polar Bear Pete Alonso hits a two run homer in the first. 
one of the easiest baseball bets you're going to make all year, Mets 14, Orioles 1. And the Mets dropped as low as minus 122 while we were on the show yesterday. At what point, and maybe we're there already and I'm missing it, but are people going to start respecting the Mets this year, like long-term, what they mm-hmm. could possibly be in terms of you know winning? The, they're, they're like a big favorite now to win that division, um, if I recall the numbers correctly here, looking at it this week. But if you go, if they're all healthy and they can go DeGrom, Walker, Stroman, like one, two, three in a playoff series, I mean, DeGrom's going to be favored over anybody. Well, with the exception of going to the Dodgers maybe and playing, you know, if it's a Walker Bueller on the mound, they're playing in L.A., he might not be favored then. But you you get my point. Sure. Like that, I I bet the Brewers at 18-1 to because they're top three. Imagine if we get, like, the Brewers-Mets in a series in the playoffs. Now that, sign me up for that right Mm now. Why would that be good? There's nothing better to me than 2-1 playoff baseball. Mets are three and a half games up on the Braves in the NL East right now. I, I still think the Braves have a chance to win that division. Well, yeah, decent sure chance, they do. decent chance to win it. And uh, if their pitching comes around, the Braves have the offense to get it done. Uh, you know, you talk about the Mets who certainly help in the second half. If Noah Syndergaard comes back and is able to pitch. You just reeled off, uh, you know, some some big names on that staff, and Thor is not there, and we're not. It looks like he's not going to be able to pitch or start throwing even until after the All-Star break in July, if he could come back at some point in August or September, that would be a huge lift to the Mets in the stretch run in the final two months. Well, you can grab the Braves right now, plus 325. I can't believe the number's that high. Oof, man, I might a couple have to dive weeks ago, into that this plus week. 175. It's only, only a three-and-a-half game deficit. Yep. Uh, Mike Palm, no hyperbole in a contest update from the Maestro. Coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Yankees play for their third straight win today as another 36 road favorite at the Minnesota Twins. Ten and a half over the total at Target Field. Dallas Keuchel on the hill for the White Sox, plus 102 against Yunjin Ryu, and the Blue Jays laying a dollar 12, eight and a half flat at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. The Vegas Golden Knights can close out their series with a win on home ice today against the Avalanche. They're up three games to two and laying a dollar forty in Game Six. Avalanche plus one thirty, five and a half under the total. Jazz laying three at home with the Clippers in Game Two of their Western Conference semifinal series. Bucks laying three and a half at home against the Nets. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Boss and Polly Howard. Check out the new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. And if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. I know Mike Palm checks out the betting splits every day before he decides what to do in Major League Baseball. And uh, the maestro joins us here on a Thursday morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? 
Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Gosstown, New Hampshire. All of our loyal family listening on Nesson, River Grove, Illinois, Peekaboo, Marquis, we see you. Black Lake, Quebec. How about those Montreal Canadiens? Everyone watching on Rogers Sportsnet, New Kensington, Pennsylvania, AT&T. Good morning to you. Greetings and salutations. Good job, as always. Yes, uh, what, what is this place going to be like tonight? Uh, stadium swim, the, the watch party for the Golden Knights as they can close out the avalanche here. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It'll be it'll be almost as nuts as, as T-Mobile will be tonight. I mean, what a, what a game five. Down two to nothing after two periods. They really, I thought it was their second, the night's second worst game of the series behind game one. I mean, they were just thoroughly dominated in the second period. Flurry gives up the soft goal with 0.8 seconds left in the first, but really saved them in the second. They, you know, Stone said after the game they could have been down four or five to nothing. That's that's true. They were on their heels as much as Colorado was on their heels in games three and four at T-Mobile. So we'll be we'll be packed. We'll be sold out at Stadium Swim. And you know, a temperate day in Las Vegas. You know, only in the, the lower nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the the sports book as well. Um, the bars, mega bar, overhang. It'll all be packed tonight in anticipation of a huge, huge victory for the Knights that'll propel them into the Final Four. Is that what you believe is going to happen, Mike? Right now at Circus Sports Vegas, minus 133, total 5.5, shaded under minus 125. Uh, how would you bet this game tonight? You know, I think the Knights are going to win uh, tonight. I think it'll be a low-scoring game early, too, Matt. Uh, I played the first period under no goal in the first 10 minutes. Colorado's got to kind of come out and try to skate with them and not let the Knights get on the board and, and you know, get this crowd in the game. Look, uh, I asked EJ Raddick, who was on the nuts yesterday with us, the senior reporter for NHL Network. You know, ESPN did the, the, that wonderful series 30 for 30, and one of the they did was about Marcus Dupree called The Best That Never Was. I said, is the Colorado Avalanche going to be part two of The Best That Never Was with all this talent and this top line, the second line? And, you know, this would be their third straight second-round exit from the playoffs. You just you look at this team and how talented and fast they are, but there's something missing there. Look at the reactions in Denver at the Pepsi Center when Stone scored that overtime game winner. It looked like, if you watch the Colorado players, they had just lost game seven, yep, not game yep, five. Yep, exactly what I thought, too, with the body language. Good, good observation, Mike. Oh, well, stunning. They were up two goals in the third period on the home ice, lost the game on a... Stone cold breakaway goal. That was a uh, thing of beauty by Mark Stone. Uh, Mike, I'm just curious before we jump into uh, no hyperbole. If it's Vegas and Montreal in the next round, what would you make the series price? I asked Amal that because you know Amal's been very high on Montreal. He thought Montreal after they <clears throat> after they uh, won Game Five against Toronto. He said they're going to win Game Six at home, and they're going to ha- all the pressure will be on Toronto in Game Seven. He loved them, and he said that they would easily handle Winnipeg. You know, they haven't trailed in a game in seven hours, right? They haven't trailed in a game in seven hours since Game Four of the first round series against Toronto. It's tough because I thought if Colorado, if it was them against Colorado, Colorado would be probably be around three fifty. Um, Geez, I think the Knights are probably a little a little less than that. Maybe they're 280, 290. Uh, I'd have to get back 250 on Montreal before I considered them, even as well as they're playing. Yeah. Um, I just think the atmosphere here, 
look, they're going to have to win a game in Vegas, which is very, very tough to do. Vegas will get home ice back. I mean, look, Vegas had the best record in the league. They lose the tiebreaker on regular season wins to Colorado, and all of a sudden in the second round, they're the visiting team. But, I mean, they'd be the home team to everybody else in the playoffs. So I think the home ice is so important to the Knights. I'd probably – I I mean, maybe I'm high here, but I think Vegas is, is – North of 250 is a favorite. Okay. okay. Yeah. But if you could find Montreal at plus 250, which I think you might be able to get that, you, yeah. you would bet the Canadians, you think? I think they're worth a play at plus 250 or better. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, before we get into uh, the three biggest gaffes in sports going back the last uh, 10 days or so, uh, can you give us an update on Circa Millions 3 and Circa Survivor when you guys announced it a couple of weeks ago here on the show that it was going to be open for business starting that weekend? Now, almost two weeks into this, where are we at here with the entries? Yeah, so we've been taking, taking sign-ups for 12 days, right? We announced it two weeks ago, and then we started taking them the next day. Um, there's still a $9,854,000 overlay, if you want to look at it that way. 146 entries so far. Interesting in that there's been more Circa Million 3 than Survivor. 79 entries in the Circa Million 3 and 67 in Survivor so far. Is Derek sweating already? <laughs> You know, we just filmed the commercial on Tuesday. They're going to do the national commercial. So that was interesting. Derek and I went and filmed it. Um, It's set up like a press conference where we come out and reporters are asking us questions about the contest. We're going to have Brent do a a voiceover at the beginning and the end. It's a 60-second spot, so you'll see it everywhere. I don't know. I mean, last year we didn't have any right at this time, and now we're at 146, so you know, what, what's it mean? We're going to need 10,000, and when we get into August, what are we going to have? 2,000 when we get to August, and it'll all be about all those weekends in August, especially the last couple of weekends. So we see it, we see it play out this way every year. I think we're off to a good start at 146. The proxies are there. You know, they have appointments every day. They're signing people up at Circa. We're getting sign-ups at Tuscany at the pass, you know. and So I think we're off to a good start. I don't think Derek has to sweat. No, but he, he comes across that way all the time. He did two weeks ago on the show. He's I like, I'm sweating already. I, I saw it. Yeah. You know, just judging by the way, Mike, that uh, people are coming back to Vegas and uh, the party crowds you see across the country uh, and the sports betting volume, look at, this, look at the uh, handle, oh, God. sports wagering handle in all, all the states outside of Nevada. I think this contest is go- just going to hit uh, remarkable numbers. I would not be... I uh, would not be afraid of hitting those numbers this year. No, I, Maddie, I agree with you. I would be surprised if there's an overlay. I, I, I really would be. The, if you're looking at all the, the, the metrics here, I mean, there, there might be a little bit of a, a, a false positive this summer in Vegas just because of a, a year of people not being able to travel and all this pent-up demand. We always say summer is the slow season, right? Summer yeah. is not going to be the slow season. I mean, it's packed here, and I mean – the, the numbers are off the charts, food and beverage sales, the hotel, you know, the gaming numbers. So I, I would agree with Maddie. I think we're going to kill it this year. Okay, so your segment is really, uh, you know, it's switched from every other Wednesday or every Wednesday in studio for a full hour down to every other Thursday now by a phone. But the thing that remains uh, solid gold the entire time is no hyperbole. Mike, the biggest gaffes since your last appearance. Go ahead, Mice, where the floor is yours. What did you notice in the last 10 to 14 days? Okay, let's start with number three. Two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts do. This refers to the sad state of base running in Major League Baseball. You know, just on Tuesday, we saw Pirates' Cabrian Hayes hit a home run against the Dodgers to take the lead against Walker Buehler. Oh, except for the fact that he didn't touch first base, admiring his blast. 
to right field. <laughs> you know, they, somebody on the Dodgers bench noticed it, right? They're right along that line, and, and they and they challenged it. I mean, it wasn't even close. He missed the base by a foot and a half, and that's, that's just symptomatic of how bad the base running is. I mean, look, when I watch baseball, I want to see a runner try to go from first to third in a bang-bang play at third. I want to see a team try to turn a double play. I want a great catcher against a great base runner try to throw somebody out at second. We've lost that as game. All the fundamentals are gone because it's all about the long ball. Buck Showalter, who was a big league manager for 20 years, said, we've lost the shame of the strikeout. We are now losing the shame of bad base running. I mean, it is pathetic. The Yankees alone, guys, have made 28 outs on the base pass already this year. Think about that. 28 outs on the base pass. You used to be able to watch teams for weeks at a time they wouldn't make an out on the base pass and it's not just that they're being aggressive and getting thrown out on bang bang plates it's just stupid base running and that doesn't even count all the times that they don't take the extra base because they're not paying attention to where the outfielders are playing before the ball is hit let's take a look at some of the statistics that bear this out in 1980 okay so 40 years ago the average game had 1.47 home runs 1.56 stolen bases and 0.51 triples. 20 years later in 2000, 2.34 home runs, down to 1.2 stolen bases and down to 0.39 triples. And last year, 2.57 home runs, 0.99 stolen bases. Less than a stolen base a game and 0.27 triples. So only half the triples it had in 1980. You know, baseball, instead of teaching fundamentals, their learned leader, Manfred, is now experimenting with the rules in minor league baseball to try to create more stolen bases. I mean, that's what we have to do instead of teaching kids how to run the bases coming up through Little League and high school and college. In AAA, we see they increase the size of the bases from 15 by 15 to 18 by 18 to shrink the distance between them so more stolen bases are likely. In high A, pitchers must completely disengage with the rubber before throwing to any base. And in low A, Pitchers are only allowed two pickoff attempts during any plate appearance. A third pickoff attempt is called a balk. How ridiculous is this? Remember when we used to play pickle as young kids? I don't know if they even teach pickle anymore. I don't know. No one knows how to run the bases. Everybody's concerned with spin rate and exit angles and it's ruining the game of baseball. Number two, that tingler feeling you get. Now, Mitch, you know back when A.J. Preller the Padres general manager hired Jace Tingler. I question this move. Mm-hmm. Tingler hadn't managed as much as a checkbook. And now this guy was getting the reins to a team, the billion-dollar payroll. I mean, they've spent a lot of money in San Diego. Just this year, now they had Darvish, they had Snell, they had Melanson. I mean, they're spending a lot of money to have a competitive product there. And you got this guy that has no idea what he's doing as your manager. Let's go back to case in point on Sunday, May 30th. The Padres were concluding their series in Houston. Snell was taking on Grinky. Blake Snell, once again, as he does almost always on the road, got rocked. He gives them seven earned runs and three innings pitched, and the Padres are down seven to nothing after three against Zach Grinky. What does Jace Tingler do? Does he go to his bullpen if Snell was already at 90 pitches? Of course not. He takes the starter scheduled for Monday in Chicago in the opener at Wrigley. Joe Musgrove and puts him in in the fourth inning of a game he's down seven to nothing. I think that's a fireable offense. How idiotic is that? You don't piggyback starters, you go to your bullpen. He now screws up his rotation for the rest of the week and they go a day early on Paddock 
Weathers and Lament and get swept at Wrigley Field. You don't see Musgrove again till Saturday night against Jacob DeGrom at Petco. Now let's talk about that start last Saturday. Scoreless through four, Musgrove labors heavily in the top of the fifth, giving up three hits, including two solo home runs. He's already at 94 pitches and against the ground. They're down 2-0 in the bottom of the fifth when he comes up with one out and nobody on. Does he pinch hit for Musgrove? Of course not. He lets Musgrove go up there and strike out. And then in the top of the sixth, Musgrove can't even record an out. We already know this. He struggled so badly in the fifth and was at 94 pitches. And five pitches, he gives up two singles, and he's pulled. Tingler has no idea what he's doing, and I will continue to point this out. He's going to become the brother Lynn. Why are these yep. bad managers and coaches always associated with the city of San Diego? I don't get it, Mitch. Yep, you're spot on. Actually, when I, when I, if I rank the baseball uh, managers, I think two of the worst are in Arizona and San Diego right now. Yep. And uh, the Padres are winning because of talent uh, and despite the manager. Mike, what's number one? Can you go rapid fire here in about two minutes? Number one is the worldwide leader in due diligence. And this refers to the strange and sad case of Kelly Stewart and ESPN. Kelly Stewart, known to many of you as Kelly in Vegas, and who's a colleague of both um, of both uh, Mitch and, uh, and Matt, and they've known her for many years, longer than I've known her, uh, and a friend of ours. And one of the proxies for our contest has been involved in the, in the sports wagering industry for about uh, a dozen years. Um, last month, ESPN announced that they were hiring Kelly Stewart to join their sports wagering platform, and she would do different shows, including Doug Kazarian's Daily Wager. They released a press release saying she's a fresh voice, and she uh, adds to their, their portfolio. Then last week, um, they terminated Kelly Stewart. What did Kelly Stewart do? Well, nothing in the three weeks since they hired her. It, uh, it seems that they had discovered some tweets that she had deleted from about a dozen years ago that were... Let's just say non-inclusive. Now, I'm not here to defend the tweets or what she said or, or, or the content of them. I'm here to question why there's no due diligence done by the world's biggest media company when they're hiring someone. They're going to put out a press release. If they'd have done just a little investigation into her employment history, they would have found out that she was suspended by the company she worked for at the time when the tweets were discovered and since deleted. Walt Disney Company. It's not a mom-and-pop three-employee corner dry cleaner. It only had $66 billion in revenue last year and only employs 240,000-plus employees. I think it's a shame when companies don't do their due diligence. They hire people, people make life changes, and then people are embarrassed for something they did a decade ago. Shame on Walt Disney and shame on ESPN, and that's no hyperbole. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, ESPN should have known this. And also, you have to ask the question, what's the statute of limitations on deleted tweets? This is nine years ago that she tweeted this, and uh, this is going to haunt her for the rest of her career. No question. And she got suspended from the company she was with all the way back then. It's disappointing. The entire situation is disappointing. Mike, I remember Notre Dame hired a football coach who lied on his resume. Remember? O'Leary. George O'Leary. Yep. 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 What do you have coming up today on the nuts, buddy? Well, we have big nasty Josh Powers. Uh, I want to ask him why Craig, Craig Kimbrell has become unhittable again this year, and I'm all wants to ask him why nobody in Major League Baseball can hit. Very good. Excellent appearance, my friend. Be good. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Yep. I'm not surprised how popular sports betting is in this state. The numbers are damn impressive. That's coming up next.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' uh, new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, you're going to get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers. Your hometown sportsbook offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, uh, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. At Bet Rivers, Matt, you've said uh, 
when we've talked about the Golden Knights and the Avalanche game tonight, you have brought up Stone Cold, Mark Stone, a couple of times. I'm going to say something right now. That, that was an be. awesome goal. Oh, it was amazing. A breakaway goal, was top shelf. I mean, you're not going to find a highlight much better than that. To win a game? No, tremendous. In overtime? Uh, <laughs> uh, now, yeah. this, this comment could absolutely come back to haunt me. Okay. I'm going to make it anyway. There was a movie made 30 years ago last month. Slapshot? 1991. No. That was called Stone Cold. <laughs> okay. And it okay. featured none other than Brian Bosworth. That's right, the Boz. Now, okay, I forgot about that. I was 14 years old, <clears throat> uh-huh. so don't... I'm going to say the movie's actually pretty good. Now, I haven't watched it in probably 25 years. I recall it at that age. I'm like, this is actually pretty good. I don't mind this movie, and I watch it over and over again. I think Chains was one of the guys in the movie, right? Where's Chains at? we got to go get him. Uh, I don't know if I rewatched it today if Stone Cold would be any good or not. I bet it would suck. Probably be absolutely terrible. But back then, at that age, in 1991, I kind of liked it. I'm looking at the the cover, the movie box, or the poster, what do you call it, with the Boz with his hair bleached. Uh, I'm going to bet that this movie really sucked. <laughs> not then. <laughs> not then. I'm telling you, it was not bad. 1991 action film. Uh-huh. Centers on a biker gang that tries to assassinate the district attorney. And uh, there's no way that could be good. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to go back and watch it at some point okay. this summer to actually see if it holds up. My guess is no, but anyway, back then it's pretty good. Uh, I'm always impressed by this. Um, when you see different states who now have legalized sports betting sure. to see how the handles are moving quickly and up the charts. Well, you lived in the state for a while. Illinois. Illinois is number wow. two already. Number two with a bullet. And Illinois is not even doing sports betting right, necessarily. Correct, from what I understand. New Jersey tops the list. Ben Fox of uh, VSIN put out this top 10 U.S. states in sports betting handle. April of 2021, New Jersey, $748 million. Illinois, number two, 537 Look at that. Pennsylvania, 479 Nevada, number four, of $458 million. Michigan, number five, 274 Then you get the drop-off, but still... That's pretty strong for states like Colorado, 244, Virginia, mm-hmm. 236, uh, Indiana, you know, Tennessee's kind of a cluster. Yeah, they don't have it figured out. Uh, Iowa, 118 million, but still uh, pretty strong numbers on the top eight on that list. Of course, Nevada is going to be in there, but mm-hmm. Illinois, you're right. I agree with you. I'm really impressed that Illinois has got that sort of uh, sports betting handle. This early into it, to be number two. Wow, that's a little surprising. Well, with that city and uh, how popular gambling has been for decades in Chicago, I mean, they can they can overtake New Jersey at some point if they get everything right. It could be. Uh, it's a numbers <clears throat> game, right? I mean, I think Florida is going to be a beast. Florida what? and Texas, uh, New York, those uh, those states would be monsters. Yeah. Well, New York for sure. I mean, New York would be silly off the charts. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm what talking is- about. Yeah, New Jersey's been at the top. How much will it hurt New Jersey if New York's got full-fledged oh, yeah, come sports on. betting? Yeah, and New, New York's got off. some sports betting now, but it's only like four spots like upstate right. New York, whatever. Um, were you surprised by this? Yes, that the Mayweather uh, Logan fight did about fifty million dollars in pay-per-views, so that equates to approximately you know one million pay-per-views that were purchased overall last Sunday night. 
Yeah, I don't want to call this a fight. It was an exhibition. You call it a boxing match, whatever. Floyd Mayweather against YouTube celebrity Logan Paul. Hey, uh, give Paul and Mayweather a lot of credit. They, they put on an event that a lot of suckers bought. These guys made a lot of money off this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just not sure what world we're living in right now where you have one million people who buy a pay-per-view for a joke of an, an event like this, but I'm not going to rip Floyd or, or Paul or anyone involved with the promotion because, uh, you know, the circus came to town and a lot of suckers showed up. Mayweather at this point, his press conference after the exhibition, he's spot on. I don't disagree with anything he said. Basically, when he pointed out, I know how to make money. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. I can't even imagine the amount of money that he's made in his entire career. He made at least $30 million off. At least. At least and it wasn't $30 million. Even a real fight. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to our in-pocket plays coming up next. What we are betting tonight. Uh, one bet I made is an 18-to-1 shot. I'll tell you about that coming up. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in for Paulie Howard. Time for our in pocket plays. Uh, I had nothing yesterday. Today I'm on one baseball game. I'm on the Giants plus 150. That is uh, Di Sclafani against Max Scherzer. Give me the Giants plus that money. And here's the 18 to 1 shot I talked about earlier in the show that I found. I think this number might be available at some spots still. This morning, uh, it was going away yesterday. I bet Max Pacioretty to win the Conn Smythe at 18-1. to 1. Good number. Uh, this series is not over with by any stretch of the imagination. They still have to take care of Colorado. But after that, if they can get past the Avalanche, big favorites against Montreal. They're certainly capable of winning, winning the entire Stanley Cup. And that guy will have as good a chance as <clears throat> excuse me, anybody on that team, including Stone Cold. Uh, Mark Stone or Mark Andre Fleury, so I'm taking the 18 to one, and I locked it that's up good yesterday. Good odds, I like it. Yeah. As far as your Giants play, that's a, that's a good team and a pretty good pitcher at a good number, plus 150. You got to beat Mad Max, but uh, he's probably not going to go the distance. And the Nationals are a bad baseball team right now, mm-hmm. so that's one dog I was looking at today too. Mets a winner yesterday, minus 122. I just have one play. For tonight, it's going to be the Clippers. Right now at um, DraftKings and a couple other spots, you can find the Clippers plus three and a half over the Jazz. They probably should have won game one of mm-hmm. double digits at the half with no Mike Conley. It certainly appears Conley is not going to play again tonight. I, I think the Clippers uh, bounce back, <clears throat> and this time when they get the lead at the half, they're not going to let it go. The Clips have actually played really well. Kawhi Leonard combined for 73 points in games 6 and 7 against the Mavericks. And uh, I think it, it took almost a superhuman effort from uh, Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz to come back and win that sure. in game 1. I don't think he can do that back-to-back games. Kawhi and PG, who shot a for, uh, poorly in game 1, Kawhi and PG and the Clips uh, probably come back and tie this series tonight. But I'll take the 3.5, which... Uh, DraftKings has gotten, I think, a little bit of an inflated number 
uh, tonight. So Clippers over the Jazz. All right. Uh, by the way, I've lost three straight baseball plays. Uh, it's a long season. Was a lot of peaks and valleys for betters and the baseball team. Was looking really good at the mm-hmm. end of May. Now on the year, 21-16-1 plus 7.52 units. Some emails on the show. Uh, BK Chicken Sandwich. Email from Kim, ftm at vcin.com. Humans, how do you rate it? Uh, pretty good. I've, ha- I've had two of the BK Chicken Sandwiches. One day it wasn't that good. The other day it was exceptional. Sometimes it depends on the service you get when you show up. One thing about Burger King, the uh, the drive through windows, depending on which location you go. Some places, the quality of the sandwich they give you really sucks. Other places, it's really good. Yep. There's one BK I go to by my house where the service stinks, and sometimes it's, it seems like the sandwich has been sitting there for yep. an hour before they serve it to you. Sure. <clears throat> so that's always important, but I, all in all, I, I like it. I think the BK chicken sandwich is good. I would give it a B+. This is from uh, Peter, again, FTM at vcin.com, early 2000s. He was a manager for a big box retailer with a cafe. Uh, we, ha- we all had to complete a food safety training course. On my next trip to see the folks in Florida, I decided to try Waffle House. If you're seated at the counter, you can see everything happening. As far as the food preparation, I lost count at eight violations before my food arrived. Ate my breakfast anyway, pretty good waffles. That now that wa- that's hilarious. That's that, a great. Ta- that was Waffle House. Yes, great email. And this is from. Uh, so you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah, right. And this is from. Uh, I don't want to. See, I don't want to see how the food's prepared. Just eat it. Yep, exactly yes. right. And <clears throat> yeah, still, still chomped it down. Okay, this is from uh, King Walrus on Twitter. If you were a fan of Stone Cold in the '90s, it's still pretty good. A person watching it for the first time, not so much, according to my wife. I can buy into that part, right? Uh, Like, if I go back and like that when I was 14, it's probably still good. If I watch it with my wife tonight, she's going to look at me and say, are you serious with this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the wife is going to approve of Stone Cold. From 1991, the boss. I I see a tweet here about the... uh, the top 10 list, uh, fast food list we had in the uh, first hour from one of our viewers last night. Take out rallies and add Taco Bell or Wendy's. So that's way too high to have Taco Bell. He had uh, rallies at number five. Yeah. And then he skipped number six. Right. Wendy's, you can make a case for Wendy's being a top 10 fast food joint. You can make a case for Wendy's. Can you really? I think so. I don't eat at that spot. There are some people who absolutely love Wendy's. Mm. I think their spicy chicken sandwich is really good. Their hamburgers are legit. Uh, You can make a case. How about Arby's? Some people absolutely love Arby's. Yeah. You don't hear much about Arby's, but their menu is actually outstanding. I used to like Arby's a lot. Uh I don't go there very often anymore. It's hit and miss for me, too. I go there maybe once every three weeks. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. We got a bunch of. a lot of tweets about fast food tonight. <laughs> what do you have with uh, okay. Plonk's picks? Want to talk horse racing? Yeah, sure. All right. Here are the top horse racing plays for today from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk. Let's get to it. At Golden Gate Fields in race two, Jeremy likes number five, Slew of Fashion at two-to-one odds on the morning line. Chased this race's likely favorite home over a shorter distance two races ago and has since gone on to win his most recent start. The slightly longer distance today is the equalizer under hot riding jockey Armando Ayuso, 25% win since mid-May. This is a win bet. Again, that's Golden Gate Race 2 
Number five, Slew of Fashion at two to one. That's a win bet. And at Churchill Downs race three, Jeremy likes number three, Song River at twelve to one on the morning line. There's a long shot for you. A long shot to look. A long shot look to a filly whose last race was in one of the fastest paced turf sprints run at the prestigious Keeneland Spring Meeting. Her trainer. Sherry DeVoe has won three of uh, has won with three of her last seven starters at Churchill Downs. This is a win place bet. You can bet these races or more using First Bet, the preferred horse racing betting app of VSIN. With wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI assisted picks, it's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. All brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the promo code Vegas100 today. You get up to $100 match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code Vegas100. Again, Golden Gate Race 2, number 5, and Churchill Downs Race 3, the number 3. Very good. I think tonight, in terms of overall drama and entertainment, is going to be better than last night because it doesn't have really much to live up to after last night. All right, or much to beat, I should say, because uh-huh. last night was just... I mean, if you bet the Suns, I mean, that was a great bet last night. I mean, they just they absolutely killed the uh, Nuggets. If you bet the Islanders, I mean, you were feeling great going into the third period with a 4-1 lead. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of drama last night. I think we, it's a little bit better here on the card tonight. Chuck Esposito is going to join us from Station Casinos here in Las Vegas coming up next. They have uh, a prop up on Kyle Pitts. My reaction, they like him a lot. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Losing your hair, and you can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments when you go to keeps.com slash vsin. That's keeps.com slash vsin. Chuck Esposito joins the program now, racing sportsbook director over at Sunset Station, part of uh, obviously Station Casinos here in Las Vegas. Good morning, Chuck. How are you today? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, let's begin with the hockey game tonight. Uh, obviously, three playoff games on the board overall, two in the NBA, one in the National Hockey League. It happens to be out here in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. So we were talking about this earlier. Like, if people want to bet Colorado, I think probably the best idea is to wait because the locals are probably just going to keep pounding uh, the Golden Knights, assuming the series is over with. What have you noticed so far with how this number has changed since you opened it up, and what do you anticipate throughout the day? Yeah, when we opened it up, guys, there was initial push on VGK. We raised it up pretty quickly. Um, I did see some... Uh, some sharp play on Colorado yesterday afternoon. But by the time I left last night, you were starting to see it one-sided again. And I can't imagine that still won't be the case. I think if you're Vegas, um, you know, you want to end it tonight. You don't want to have to go back to Colorado. I think our our locals out here are going to bet them heavily, knowing they can go to the game and, and, and watch. So uh, we're going to be Avalanche fans tonight from the business side of it. Uh, from the fan side of it, you know, still rooting for VGK. But business side, especially on the puck line, um, we're going to be abs fans tonight, guys. Yeah. What do you think happens here tonight? I mean, the Avalanche, the Avalanche were good in in the right the first two periods, but then I mean to lose like that again, Chuck. I mean, that's a backbreaker. We might be in their heads, guys. I mean, we we really had outplayed them three straight games. Uh, I thought the Avalanche were the better team in the last game, uh, sort of like VGK was in the second game, but the other team won. Um, it's not going to be easy tonight. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy tonight as Boston or as the Islanders had it yesterday against Boston. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think if you're VGK, you really want to lay it all on the line tonight. You do not want to go back to Colorado. You did what you had to do. You won one game on the road. To ask them to win two games on the road there is going to be awfully tough. I think Vegas is going to try to end it tonight, but I think it's going to be a really close game. 
Chuck, you had a uh, watch party for Game 5, and uh, that was at Sunset Station. I've been down to your watch parties. You get pretty good crowds down there. What was it like for Game 5 when uh, Vegas Golden Knights fall, fall behind 2 nothing into the third period, then they rally and win it on that uh, Mark Stone breakaway goal in overtime? That was about as dramatic as it gets in playoff hockey. It absolutely was, Matt. Uh, the crowd was great. Um, we have a lot of success, especially when we do these for a road game, which that was. Um, had to bring in extra tables and chairs to accommodate the overflow crowd. Um, air was kind of out of the room a little bit when it was 2 nothing. but tough scores early in the third period. You saw a new kind of energy in there. And once we tied it up, I mean, you could just feel it. I mean, the atmosphere was crazy fun. And then when we won it, I mean, it was a loud eruption. Maybe not quite as loud as T-Mobile, but one of the loudest I've ever heard Club Madrid. Mm. What about the betting handle tonight, here in town anyway, like, how will this match up against the two NBA playoff games that we have? Oh, I think it'll, I think it'll be uh, far superior, guys. I mean, what we've seen with uh, the VGK games over the last uh, three or four games, it's crazy. It rivals some pro football games during the regular season. It's just wow. everything is tied to them. Um, you know, the total, the puck line, the props that are on the board, and the game itself is just generating an unbelievable amount of handle. And, of course, it's, you know, on the main screen with audio and all the sports books. It's just created a, a new energy, and as good as they are, and the way this series kind of has transpired with them being down 2-0 and tying it 2-2 and then winning a game on the road, a clinching game tonight, I think you'll see a huge handle, not only at Station Casinos, but I think industry-wide tonight on that game. That's pretty significant when you say it, it compares to some NFL games in terms of wagering handle out of here in Vegas. That's a segue, Mitch. Let's talk some NFL. Mm-hmm. So good job! You posted a bunch of uh, player props so far on this uh, on the season. I am super high on Kyle Pitts. Uh, I mean, I wanted San Francisco to take him at number three because I think the offense would have been borderline unstoppable. Chuck, but uh, you you put up a prop here on Kyle Pitts with the receiving yards. Uh, what number did you guys decide to go with? The one was eight ninety four and a half, and that is a half a yard more than what Jeremy Shockey did in two thousand and two in eight ninety four. Now, the tight end who had the most receiving yards ever in his rookie year was Mike Ditka in 1961. He's the only one to ever go over 1,000 yards. Um, but with the you know, trading of Julio Jones and you know, having this guy kind of be the guy now with Calvin Ridley and a pass at the offense, we went with 894.5, the highest uh, tight end ever drafted in the modern era. I mean, just the hype that's come out with this guy, he's going to be that red zone target. He's going to be, you know, underneath. He's even going to go deep. But we want eight ninety four and a half guys uh, juice toward the under. What do you think, Matt? How do you want to play that one? <clears throat> I guess I would play it under if I had to bet it today. 17 games. All it takes is yeah, one. Yeah, 17 in. games is the key. Yep. Seven. Chucky did his in 16, and Ditka did his in 14. Ditka wow. averaged a little over yep. 76 yards a game. So if, if you looked at Pitts and he averaged over, if he had 60, 76 yards per game over 17 weeks, he'd have over, over 1,300 yards. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I think without Julio Jones now, I think it opens up a lot more. And or, the hype's crazy. We know he's still a rookie, and, and that's kind of maybe the, the catch to it right now. How does that his game uh, trans, translate to the, to the pro game? But uh, I think it's an interesting prop, guys, just based on um, – you know, what they're expecting him to do in that offense. Well, there is, and there's something to talk about. There's something else to talk about. By the way, uh, Chuck, you're a Chicago guy, and you know that Mike Ditka is the greatest tight end and coach who ever lived, right? <laughs> of course, Matt. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with that. The Bears. <laughs> All right, uh, Coach Ditka. Hey, how about 
Kyle Pitts in this offense, you said it without Julio Jones, he's going to get a lot more targets, but is he really a true tight end? Mitch, when you look at Kyle Pitts, he's kind of like a hybrid wide receiver tight end, right? He's going to be split out, I think, a lot. Uh, I think he's going to be almost sometimes used more like a wide receiver than a tight oh, end. Oh, I think we're going to see that quite and a that's bit. That's why I'm him. not even sure you, you could compare his numbers to other tight ends. The reason why I say, yeah. Chuck, that I would probably bet under if I bet it today is just because when uh, you're looking at numbers like this, one injury could keep him from getting over 895, right? If he's out for a few weeks, he's probably not going to get over that number. Right, absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. Again, this is 17 games. Um, so, I mean, he potentially, I guess, could miss a game or two, but anything more than that, I would say, would seriously derail that, and under would be the favorite. But but you're right, Matt. I mean, he's going to be used all over the field, and I think without Jones, and they do have Ridley and a couple of other young wide receivers that, that kind of stepped up last year when when uh, when Julio Jones missed a number of games, that he's going to have an opportunity to be a big part of this offense from day one. Yeah. What did you guys decide to do with Julio Jones now that he's with Tennessee? You know, that was a tough one. We did the total receiving touchdowns for Julio Jones. Um, we did seven and a half. Um, and you look at Julio Jones, and over the past, like, five or six years, I mean, he's, he's in that six, eight, four, six. He's never been that big touchdown guy. He's never had that season like, say, a Devontae Adams had or Michael Thomas where they're putting these huge double-digit touchdown numbers on the board. But without John O. Smith and Corey Davis that combined had 13 last year, and in an offense that was the fourth uh, highest scoring offense in the league, you have to figure with Brown on one side and Henry in the backfield, Jones is going to get his fair share. So we went with seven and a half guys. All right, you put up this Matthew Stafford prop quite a while ago. Uh, passing touchdowns 28 and a half over minus 125. I, I want to say you've had this up for two or three months. Have you seen much action on the Stafford TD prop now that he's the quarterback of the Rams? You know, of the four that we've kind of marquee ones that we put up, Matt, that's probably generated the least amount. Okay. Um, the Tim Tebow prop by far has generated the most, and um, we just put the Pitts and, and Julio Jones props up um, this week, so they've started to generate some action as well. Um, but uh, Tim Tebow by far has been the one that generated the most prop action, you know, across the board for of us. Of course, yeah. Do you still have that one on the board? We do. We do. Yeah, I left it off the graphic because I just didn't want to talk about Tim Tebow today. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's not up there. I can't believe how much it, it generated, though. I mean, from ESPN to Pro Football Talk to you guys. I mean, everybody was, was talking about it. I mean, there's no guarantee he makes the team, but right. if he does, I think it's kind of an interesting prop. I believe it, Chuck, because there were a million pay-per-view buys for the Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul <laughs> exhibition. That's just... That stuff sells, right? I didn't right? watch, guys, huh? but you know, I know there was a lot, but I did not watch. So, yeah. how about if Tim Tebow fought Floyd Mayweather and <laughs> Logan Paul at the same time? <laughs> I like no that comment. idea. Huh? Okay, yeah. no comment. Let's make it a WWE match. Chuck, uh, exactly thanks a lot. What I said. Chuck, yeah. enjoy the hockey game tonight, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate the time. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, so, Chuck. Those NFL props up at Station Casinos right now. Hey, the uh, the tweets keep coming in on uh, fast food. Taco John's breakfast burrito. You really got to try it. Ooh. That's from Down on the Dog on Twitter. Uh, Mitch, I was recently at the Taco John's in Twin Falls, Idaho. I love Taco John's. I'm a big fan of Taco John's. Bill Hooker says, in my humble opinion, El Pollo Loco should get some love. I actually had El Pollo Loco, I think, ranked relatively high, but I'd have to look that up. But 
I like El Pollo Loco. I go there quite often. That is uh, almost that once a week, maybe sometimes more. Do you really? Yeah. I don't go there that often, and I don't know why. Because every time <laughs> I've had it, I'm like, I tell myself, "Damn, this place is good. It's I should good. come here more often." It's good. Uh, also, we got a recommendation: amazing content on fast food. Any thoughts of starting a weekly fast food podcast on VSIN? Now, I think that's overkill. So it is a good topic to throw in once in a while yeah. in the summer. It is. No, to kick you around a little bit. You can't bit. do it during football and college hoop season. No, know. there's, yeah. In the summer, we can do it. Sure. A couple days. Wiener you schnitzel know. at number 10? No effing way. No. No, come on. I think I've had it one time. My favorite part about yeah. Mikey J's top 10, and this is a VSIN viewer sent us in last night. Chick-fil-A, Del Taco, In-N-Out, Raising Canes, and Rallies. Uh, then his second four, Portillo's, McDonald's, Bojangles, and Wiener Schnitzel. He left out number six. He made a top ten list, and he left out number six. I'm getting tweeted from uh, David right now saying that uh, Rallies, Rallies have by far and away the best fries of any fast food place. I hate their fries. Uh, see, here, I hate their fries. Here's the photo right here. I hate those fries. Do you really? Oh, yeah, I've had them. I can't stand them. They look damn good, but I've never even Shake heard of the Shack place. Shake Shack has great fries. Shake Shack is good yeah. across the board. See, In-N-Out, I had it yesterday. I, I don't care for their fries. Yeah, their, their fries their, are mediocre. Their, their burgers are incredible, mm-hmm. but if I could have McDonald's fries with an In-N-Out double-double, I'd probably have it every day of the week. Good call. Uh, good luck tonight with your bets. We'll see you tomorrow. and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 